Boris is a sour soup common in Eastern Europe and Northern Asia. In English, the word Boris is most often associated with the soup variant of the Ukrainian origin made with red beetroots as one of the main ingredients which give the dish its distinctive red color. The same name, however, is also used for a wide selection of sour-tasting soups without beetroots, such as sorrel base, green borscht, rye base, white borscht, and cabbage borscht. Hi, I'm Daniel Lucas. Hello, I'm Alessandro Panatoni, and welcome to Food 101. Food, 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 people! Let's talk about food! Oh, Shafi, this yes. is the second episode for this month of May. It's so fast, eh? Yes, very, very so fast. fast. Oh. And the summer is coming! Yeah, right, <laughs> it's not yet here. <laughs> It's not there, Dad. Oh, my goodness, in Alberta, they're burning already. It's not yet summer. Oh, yeah? <laughs> my goodness, the climate change. Oh, just like one month of dining on oh, North America <laughs> is burning. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so, the people that help Alberta for, to distinguish the fire, because mm-hmm. right now they are burning lots of people, flee their houses, and... Let's do have a compassion to help them and pray for them, right? Absolutely. And probably if we are in summer in in, in British Columbia, that will be happening to us too. But uh, cross our finger that the rain will be in the middle of the summer. I hope so, yes. <laughs> yes. So last week, Shafi, we talked about one of the favorite of everybody, right? Yeah. We talk about wings, wings, wings. Yes, <laughs> wings. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody love it, most especially beer on the side. Oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course. And I promise you, oh, we promise you, Chef and I, we're going to talk about for the month of May, we give you the best of the best dish that we will talk about. So, Safi, what are we going to talk about today? Ah, today we're going to talk about a nice soup, the borscht soup. Oh, my goodness. I think I've been in Ukraine, uh, in uh, Odessa. Oh, <laughs> it's a nice port, Safi. So, oh, yes. beautiful place and beautiful people. So, Safi, what is the first time you encounter borscht? Well, the borscht, uh, it's, uh, it's uh, Eastern Europe uh, uh, sour soup, practically. And uh, it's made with the red uh, beetroot, with the beets. Yes. And uh, originally, it's supposed to be, uh, I believe it's Ukrainian. That's right? Yes. Yes. And uh, that's all the main ingredients, it's probably beetroot. Then after, you know, you can add a different kind of other vegetable. Depends what kind of uh, uh, borscht you want to do it, because there is different uh, uh, borscht depending with the country you go in the, in the area, because, you know, some country like Russia does a different kind, uh, Polish does a different way. 
So it's uh, the the recipe change by uh, region, by country. You know, can I say that kind of way? This, this way, yeah. I think so. Every region or every country, they modified it, and they think they make it better. Uh, of course, I think uh, each one's going to give a different kind of flavor. So it's uh, unique for each country, no? I believe. Yeah. Definitely. Here in Canada, they usually like borscht too, right? Because yes. they like they like beets. Yes, with the beets, yes. And beets is available year-round here in Canada. Either oh, yeah, can you can find anywhere. Yes, absolutely. Either cans or fresh. Oh, yes. So this a dish or this kind of soup is every available all year round because it the ingredient is available too so what are the ingredients of it uh well it's uh depend which uh, what we're gonna do so uh my, my classic uh recipe it's uh it's practically is uh well beets of course it's grated beets uh I'll, uh chick i use chicken broth uh potatoes of course uh carrots and uh, i use uh, tomato paste uh, onion bay leaves and then vinegar because uh, you need the sour on it uh salt pepper garlic uh, dill uh practically are the most common but then other people did they change it they put uh, cabbage inside uh, they put uh, bell pepper, some people put uh, cel uh, celery ribs, uh, some people put even, I, I saw some people put uh, beans inside, cannellini beans too. Oh, favorite. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so probably uh, what, what I do, it's, uh, it's uh, I grate the, uh, the uh, beets. And uh, I pick up a, a large pot and I put some... Uh, olive oil, then I add the great bits inside, and I saute for 10 minutes until practically it becomes soft. Then I add the chicken broth and a little bit of water. And uh, then I slice uh, the potato, I slice the carrots, and I put it inside and cook together for 10-15 minutes. Then after that, I get another pan and I cook some with olive oil, I put some onion, celery, and uh, if I got some bell pepper too inside. And, uh, and then after that, I add the tomato paste. And uh, practically, I add everything inside the soup, cook together for uh, another maybe 10 minutes, something like that. And uh, add the vinegar, add the salt, add the uh, dill, you know. And uh, that's it. Practically, for came out, uh, come, come out a uh, very nice taste uh, borscht. Yes, simple but delicious. Yeah, but some other people put lots of other vegetable, like uh, um, uh, let's see, uh, uh, beans, or they put uh, they, as a spice. They use even uh, all spice, celery uh, stalk, uh, the marjoram, uh, the saffron. Some people put in the ginger. Um, some people put zucchini. Yeah, oh, I, think, wow. I, I think I think in uh, in Russia they put zucchini, I believe. Yes, I'm not sure one hundred percent, but I know for sure there is uh, they they use zucchini too. 
Yes, and I said, Safi, that uh, the Ukrainian beat-based Red Bulls has become the most popular. Yes. And, and they said, typically made of combining meat or bone stocks and sauteed vegetables, as you said, as well as the beetroots, it usually include cabbage, carrots, onions, potatoes, and tomatoes. Yes. Uh, but you know, it depends even that which uh, part of uh, uh, Ukraine you go, and there is uh, a different kind of stock they use for. Oh, okay. So, so like, can... uh, uh, if you go to um, uh, Kiev, uh, they use uh, uh, mutton or lamb as oh, well wow. as beef too. Eh? Uh, instead, in uh, like in uh, Poltava region, uh, the stock of borscht is cooked with the poultry meat. Uh, can be chicken, duck, or goose. So it's oh. depending the world, with the region. They change even the broth to use. Eh? Yes. Like if you want a if you want a vegetarian, you can do a vegetarian style. Eventually. Oh, yes, purely vegetarian people. Yeah. So you practically you eliminate the chicken broth. You use like a, you make a, a, a vegetable stock practically. Yes. Either or fish too, right, Chappy? Yes. Yes. Either it it depends with your preferences, people. If you want a vegetarian, you can do it vegetarian. If you want with a stock, any kind of stock from fish to uh, meat and a lot more. Mm. Some people use uh, use the head of the fish too to make oh, a stock. Yes, that's awesome. I, but, I think I think I think Polish they do that. I think. Oh, the Polish people. To make mm. them, to make the broth more delicious. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes, yes, that's true. That, that's right. Yeah, yes, the Polish they do uh, using the Christmas Eve uh, uh, supper uh, fish, the head of the fish. I I believe. Eh? I believe. Yes, and uh, as a garnish, they usually put sour cream on it. Yes, sour cream. Yes. Absolutely. Or hard-boiled eggs or potatoes. Yeah, which way you like? I like, I think, the sour cream. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think, well, this is kind of soup. It's got to be a little bit sour. So you need, uh, you know, the sour cream, you need that one. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, definitely. And it, they said that the popularity of boars is spread throughout Eastern Europe. And by the way, the migration away from the Russian Empire and to uh, two other continents in North America, Boris is often linked either Jews or Mennonites. Yes. Oh, wow. So Boris is a popular soup. If you compare Shafi to Italian soup, what is it? Oh, well, we don't have this kind of uh, the Boris in Italy. Well, for sure, they, they have if you go some specific place now. The Bosch, but to compare as soup, no, this is a completely different uh, uh, flavor and, uh, and uh, taste. Definitely. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's uh, it's unique. Uh, I will say that unique. There is uh, there is even a version that they do in the summertime. It's a cold Bosch. It's an alternative for the summertime. It's uh, a bit sour juice practically and uh, with the sour cream or buttermilk uh, or even yogurt you can change with 
And uh, play it's almost a pink color. It's pretty cool, actually, as a as a you know a different kind of uh, uh, cold soup in the in the summertime. Yes. How about Jeffy? If fusion of borscht borscht soup to minestrone. Ah, to minestrone. Oh, that's uh, that's something different. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, a fusion. Um, I will not fuse. I think you know Bosch is unique as he is. Yes. You know, I will not fuse too much. I, I will, you know, use as a, you know, like even like I told you before, the cold Bosch as a little appetizer in the summertime, as a little cup. You know, would be very very nice to serve because the color is kind of a pink, uh, pink color. It's pretty cool. And yes. uh, even for the winter time, it would be nice. Even in, uh, you know, the espresso cup, you know, just to drink like this with a little bit of sour cream on it, it would be cool. Yes, definitely. And they said, Jeffy, in 2022, the United Nations Educational, Scientific and Cultural Organization, or UNESCO, announced that it had placed boards on the list of intangible cultural heritage in need of urgent safeguarding due to risk that Russia invasion posed to the super status as an element of Ukraine's cultural heritage. Mm. Oh, yes. that's the interesting fact. Yes. That's be awesome. At least uh, they're saying that, oh, that's, that's our uh, trademark. Okay. If the Italian have Minestrone, Ukraine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, with lots of respect, absolutely. Yes. You know, I think Borsch is a, is a soup. Uh, it's, a, uh, it's, a, it's a unique soup. It must be keep as it is without yeah. too much alteration on it. And, uh, you know, of course, there is, a, like we say, you know, the different country, you know, bring a different kind of uh, recipe. And uh, the guy, the, their own unique way how to serve the Bosch. Uh, and uh, with all respect from, uh, all, uh, from our country, like Italy or Canada, or, or yes, absolutely. We need this kind of uh, you know, cuisine around the world and bring uh, the really authentic uh, taste. Yes, definitely. So, Shafi, before we go on, I want to shout out to the people listening to our podcast according to our ranking tops in the last 30 days. Okay. So in Canada, we are at number 14 on Apple chart. Wow. Oh, thank you, Canada. Thank you. At Turkey, we are number 30, Chefie. And wow. Cy Cyprus at number 54. Ireland at number 84. Philippines in 114. Poland, oh, we have Poland, Chevy. Yes. Okay, uh, the version of Borsch in Polish. Poland, we are at 169, and Vietnam at 199. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast because this podcast is created to empower different kind of cuisine in the world and a lot more. So, Chevy, what else we can say about Borsch. Uh, I, I think we say we say everything about Borsch. Just you know, I think for whoever make Borsch, try to make a Borsch, make sure that the, the uh, some recipe request require you know to 
uh, to cook the separate the vegetables so you don't overcook the vegetables so that's the, the only thing i want to say you know about the borscht and that's uh, you know it just uh, try try everybody try because this is a very good uh, good soup and it's a different way they can be can be vegetarian can be uh, even even use uh, chicken broth beef broth or any kind of uh, uh, fish stock so it different flavor that you can have uh, for uh, this uh, special soup absolutely yes people if you want to try this soup it's one of a kind because of the ingredients everywhere either fresh or in a can right absolutely and it, yes and it's easy to do uh it's a simple preparation and cooking procedure oh and another thing you know there is even the way some people they don't like the bits you can make borscht without bits eh? oh, you wow. can have you can have a, a white borscht so uh, you know just keep an eye on it how to make it there is lots of recipe especially on the net that people can follow and uh, yes it's uh, different in in uh, some people maybe don't like too much the red the you know the red color from the beets or you know or they don't yes. like the flavor of the beets but you can have uh, the same good taste of uh, of borscht even with a white base yes and there's a lot of variation of borscht there's a variation in ukraine russia polish and jewish so you can do either hot or cold. Yes. So, Chefy, what is the procedure if you think we, we do it cold for the borscht? What's the, excuse me. What is the procedure in making this cold soup? Uh, well, uh, the, the cold soup is just spray. It's a blend of, uh, uh, you can use the uh, bits, uh, bit sour or bit juice. And uh, then you add the buttermilk. Or, or even the yogurt if you want it and um, you can refrigerate it then after you can uh, chop some extra beetroots inside cucumber radish uh, and uh, and uh, then you can even put boiled eggs in the middle and uh, a little bit chives uh, and uh, we go it's yes. uh, all done it's nice and easy and uh, cold bosch yes something says, different something different that you're gonna say delicious absolutely delicious <laughs> but they said chefy that a uh, fair mentioned that fermented hoggy concussion use yes but, and uh there's a beer and sauerkraut too uh no actually it's it's i i believe it's the uh how they make the uh the sour things it's uh from a plants no yes uh, uh so the procedure in, in fermented um, this boss is different to in cooking uh, yes yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's different I actually say from uh, from there they say then uh, um, practically they use these roots and they was uh, make a ferment these roots and they became uh, like a, a like kind of sour you know and oh. it looks like almost like uh, after a, a few days of fermentation, it looks like like a beer or like a sauerkraut style. Eh? Oh, and I from that, that, that kind of fermentation, they, they will produce produce the uh, they will make a cook they will cook the, the soup practically. Yes, I want to taste that one. I'm curious about it. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's it's uh, something uh, something cool, something different. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
uh, soup that was been fermented. Oh my goodness. It's like uh, what? <laughs> Vinegar yes. or uh, beer. Beer, right? This was fermented. Uh, yeah. Wine. Oh my goodness. So this soup is like lots of variation, lots of things to do that make this soup delicious. Absolutely. Uh, before we go on, I'm inviting you to listen to my other podcast, Book 101 Review without third season with Chris Patrick award-winning author and the author of the Apocalypse Trilogy. And please do listen to my latest episode with Mr. Rick Delarada, one of the finest jazz singer and pianist. Please do listen, Book 101 Review. So, Shabby, thank you for your time. Yes, Daniel, no problem, anytime. So, Shabby, thank you for your time. No problem, Daniel, anytime. Again, people. See you soon. Bye-bye.